listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm John, and this is Tiny. Yup. And as always, we're here to bring you weird news, funny anecdotes, and general mayhem. Yes. Yeah. We recorded early last week. That's right. Uh, not super late, but a little. No. We're, we're after church yes, on a Sunday right. night this week. It's not in the afternoon. We normally record in the afternoon, and it's dark outside. Yeah, so. bar- just just now. Like, just got dusk, dark. Yes. Yeah. Vampires and, will be out soon. Oh, yeah, for sure. I might get bit by a bat. Yeah. That's what I, I actually, uh, Friday night, I watched The Lost Boys. Okay. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. Some of Kiefer Sutherland's greatest work. <laughs> yes. Besides, uh, oh, what was the movie? We did it on uh, Retro Re- Rewind. What was that one where they were cowboys? Oh, Young Guns. Young Guns. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, of course, is the best. Also uh, starring, uh, was it Bill from Bill and Ted? That's right. Yes. Had no lines. Yeah. But he was in it. Yeah. That's true. He was Marco. People forget in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, the band Primus was in it in the Battle of the Bands at the end. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. People oh, forget. People forget that. <laughs> Primus, all-time great band. Like, well, I wouldn't say, well, to me, they're an all-time great band, but I feel they're kind of like, you know, like some people, it just ain't their thing. Yeah. Like, Deidre can't listen to Primus. They're, they definitely have a cult following, for yes. sure. Yeah. I would say of 90s bands, they definitely stick out. Yeah. They're great. They're to unique. Me, they have a very unique yeah, sound. To me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really floored one day when Hudson was reciting the lyrics to Winona's Big Brown Beaver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that blew me away. <laughs> I was kind of proud and a little alarmed. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, Gen Z, you got to hand it to them. They, oh, yeah. I understand that every generation thinks their generation was the coolest. Sure. And I want to be aware of that in my mind and think, well, I'm just like everybody else. I think the same thing. Right. That said, Gen Z, they've watched our movies. They listen to our music. They get all our memes. I don't know if that's because of the internet, but. uh, I think it is. But they also, like, sometimes Hudson will be cracking up and looking at his phone. I'm like, what are you, what are you laughing at? And it'll show me, it'll just be like a slice of watermelon. And I'll be like, what's. What's funny about that? He's like, oh, you just don't get it. You know, yeah. I don't know. So I think that's part of getting old too. You don't get the young folks humor anymore. Right. Uh, uh, how was your Father's Day? Oh, that it was Father's that's Day. That's right. Yeah, we had a we had a Father's Day break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was fine. Did I you suppose. get anything cool? Uh, I got some Reese's cups. Okay, that I shared with my family. <laughs> of course. So, uh, no, yeah. I know. Yeah, but it was good. I mean, I liked them. They were fine. But there's not as much emphasis on Father's Day as there is on Mother's Day. Well, you know why? It's because men are terrible. They well, suck. Sure, Did you ever right. watch the Lifetime channel? <laughs> well, I think that ever like just society knows. <laughs> yeah. Like even if you're a good dad, like you and I are good dads, by all accounts, we're good dads. <laughs> uh I would like to think so. <laughs> yeah. But if like everybody were to just forget about Father's Day for us, I think the society knows. Like even the good dads have been like, "Nah, eh, no big deal." Well, wasn't you know? it last year there was like this push online to re- rename it some other kind of like we're not gonna call it Father's Day, we're oh, gonna yeah? call it a significant 
parent day or something. <laughs> I have or you don't no idea. That? Yeah. I don't believe all that stuff. I see it online though. I think some of it's like uh 4chan. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I've been on I've been on the internet too long and I understand <laughs> accelerationism. Yeah. And it's just people trying to push the envelope. But I will say this. I did get a super cool Father's Day card. Okay. It's got Super Mario on it. Oh. But check this out. Watch what happens when you it's got a little controller at the bottom. Yeah. And when you push the start button, <laughs> you get lights, you get Mario, you can push the A button and make him jump. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, Tara definitely knows me. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that is very on brand. Yes. We, um, <laughs> it takes, it, it, that was his last life. Sure. It's like, happy Father's Day. Can't wait till you die. <laughs> We went out of town, you know, for Father's Day. Mm -hmm. Well, we're about an hour and a half outside of Tuscaloosa, and Dieter goes, ooh, I left your Father's Day present at home. (laughs) But you're going to love it. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, that's great. No worries. Well, then we're down here at Lake Martin, and we're staying and having a great time. And Dieter's like, Sunday, I found out that over at Wind Creek State Park, they do zip lining. And mm-hmm. let's go ziplining on Father's Day. And, I, and everything inside me of me was like, this is going to be a horrible idea for our family. But Dieter really wanted to go ziplining. So we, <laughs> I was like, sure, okay, that's fine. So we get over to the state park. Of course, it's hot and everything. Then they're like, well, you can't zipline until 2 o'clock. We got to pay. It's like 200 bucks for everybody in our family to go. Which, by the way, Everybody's got to get real cool. So listen to this. I don't know if we're allowed to take a foster child <laughs> you know, like 60 feet up into trees and hook him on a wire and slide him to another tree for a couple of hours. But we did. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, come on. Yeah. You, you don't want him. You're supposed to provide him with a child. Sure. Right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they call What I would tell Dieter was like, this is reasonable and prudent parenting yeah. because that's what we would do with our normal kids, which <laughs> right. is basically what they tell you in the classes. You know, like if you would do it with your normal kids, more than likely it's okay for you mm-hmm. to do it with a foster kid. You know, like people were asking like jumping on trampolines and all that. So Anyway, so we did this without consent of anybody. Well, if you didn't, it would have been like, whoa, <laughs> because he's not a white kid, you're right. not going to take him zipline with the rest of the sit family. Down at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wait on us to have fun. <laughs> so we're going up to like the first platform, and they have these like basically like a rope bridge that you crawl up these trees mm-hmm. and get on platform, and then take another rope bridge up. Well, probably third rope bridge, Libby's just crying. Oh, no. Yeah. And I'm already like, well, this is going to be horrible. (laughs) You knew before the first rope bridge that this wasn't going to be We even hooked on to the first zip line. I was like, yeah, this is going to be bad (laughs) for everybody. We're about to ruin it. And like the two little college guys that were there working it, you know, they were all like, hang 10 and cool, you know. I was just like the one in the back by me. I was like, just like, dude, man, I'm sorry. You know, like, yeah. I just want to go ahead and apologize. You're about to have a horrible time. You're talking about like the two kids who are like probably 20 years old. Yes, right. And don't care yeah. at all <laughs> yeah. about the safety of your family. No, yeah. They're just there to get some beer money during exactly. the summer. <laughs> oh, several times they were like, now we take tips. You know? <laughs> Yes. I was like, I would, I would hate for something bad to happen to your family. Right. 
So we went, the order, Ollie was first, and I put Deidre behind him. And then uh, we had Livy, and then Thomas Hudson and me bringing it up the back. And so Ollie, we get on the first zip line, he doesn't weigh enough to make it all the way to the next tree. (laughs) So he's like stuck, (laughs) just dangling in the middle. Guy (laughs) has to come back out on the line, (laughs) drag him back. That happened every time Ollie zip line. (laughs) Well, Deidre, you know, Olivia, once she gets over crying and everything, she does okay. Except one time we have to zip line to the ground. And once we her feet touch the ground, she's like, not doing it anymore. <laughs> right. I'm walking back. I'm just walking back. She's walking back to the little hut that's like 400 yards away, dragging carabiners and everything <laughs> on the pavement. And I was like, that can't be good for y'all's equipment. Anyways. <laughs> So, the, but the greatest thing was, is Dita was so hyped about this. It's going to be a great, great thing is uh, she ended up like smashing into a platform. Oh, no. Oh, she's got a bruise. I get a daily bruise update from her. <laughs> <laughs> then, you don't mention it was her idea, do you? Oh, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to the very end. Like, last platform. Okay. Everybody go down this little like ladder thing. And we're still hooked on, you know, they got the safety line or whatever. And so I'm last, and Lolly's going down, and I think she was trying to help get a safety line straight, and then she failed. Oh, no. Well, she wasn't high enough to hit, or she wasn't low enough to like land on the ground, so she just like slammed into the ladder, but she was just like dangling oh, there. No. But nobody could get to her to help her. <laughs> no, she was just... She was hanging. Well, Hudson, gets like, you're going to have to save yourself, ma'am. On the way down there, Hudson and Thomas were making fun of how Deidre, like the noises she makes when she hurts herself or like, you know, like, <laughs> like when she stubs her toe on the coffee table and everything. Well, they both immediately start making those noises. <laughs> then I'm laughing and Deidre's just dangling there. <laughs> and now she's got a big bruise like on her oh, and butt and everything. <laughs> and we finally get down on the ground and we're walking back. And I was like, man, this has been the greatest Father's Day ever. <laughs> I was like, thank you so much for this idea, Deidre. Because I wasn't going to let her turn it into like, this is a bad experience. I was like, man, I had the time of my life. This was great. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so she's banged up. So. Well, prayers. Yeah, <laughs> prayers to Deidre. <laughs> but when she was just dangling there. You know, like I wanted to help her, mm-hmm. but also I was laughing so hard because Thomas and Hudson were making <laughs> yes. those noises, like right in her mama's face, too. You know, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> yeah, right. Like you're just hanging there. She had to like use her arms to pull herself back up. It was wild. It was great. And then we got back, and Libby was like, "I'm glad I didn't go in those lasses." And dude was like, "Yeah, I shouldn't have either." <laughs> oh man. But anyways, so. I'll just say this. Shout out to my oldest son, Eli. Did you get, they made these little trays for us in Sunday sure, school. Sure, yeah. Did you get yeah. one of those? I got two of them, actually. Well, I got two of them because yeah. I got two boys. But my sons, hang on a second. Oh, yours are painted. Mine aren't painted yours at all. Painted? No. Well, Eli painted this one for me. Yeah. That's he did an Earth, Earth Oddity. Oddity logo. Absolutely. So shout out to Eli. That should be the cover <laughs> art this week. It should be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, mine aren't even painted. And uh, Libby handed them to me, and I was like, thanks for the ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> That's really awesome. <laughs> I'm going to paint, uh, you can rest your butt here. <laughs> <laughs>
Here, the other one clearly, uh, the Ollie's clearly someone else did. So oh, yeah, I was like, I told Dieter, yeah. I was like, this one doesn't mean as much to me. <laughs> yeah, this he, one, Ollie put no effort into this. <laughs> I'm going to smash this one with a baseball bat. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's talk about weird news. Yeah, let's talk about odd news. What you got this week? Uh, I have three excellent food related stories okay yeah we're nice. i'm 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 a i'm doing a, like a concept album mm-hmm. basically all, okay. all food stories all the time well i have an exorcism in home depot a 50 billion dollar mishap at a bank but i was going to start with this one and john if you remember the last i guess covid bill that they, yeah. that was passed there was a little line in there byline somewhere saying that the, what was it? The intelligence services had to brief the the Congress and the the American people about the UFOs. And so we've been waiting for what, six months for this big bombshell UFO report. Well, it hit Friday. Yeah. So drum roll, please. Let's hear it. Disclosure has happened right now. We know all the secrets. There's nothing else to find out. We've got aliens in little pickle jars underneath the Pentagon and all that stuff. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> there's there's not a... It wasn't as bombshell as we thought it was going to be. I, I, now, I will say this. This is exactly what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> okay. Because they'd already come out and said, look, sometimes we pick up UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, right. on our sensors, and we don't know what it is. We're looking into it. Sure. Well, that's exactly what this... this <laughs> came out and said it's a whopping nine pages i did a bigger research report oh yeah in junior college yeah that's kind of wild only nine pages long we got a nine page report they put like some (laughs) intern on that yes i heard i i is that is that next week hey throw something together for us <laughs> I like to think there's some nerdy little intern kid, and he is like super into UFOs, and he's been in his boss's ear for oh, yeah. months yeah. about this report being due. And then he got like a phone call at like 2 a.m. last Saturday. He's like, <laughs> "Hey, could you uh, could you throw that report yeah. together for me?" Hey, right, well, this date snuck up on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm going to need you to get this out for me here real quick. So really, that's all it says. Now, you can read the whole report. I'll link it in the show notes. It's There's not a whole lot of bombshells going off in here. They did say that in this report, that this report covers UAP phenomena that they have recorded from 2004 to 2021. I'm not comfortable with UAP. I still want it to be UFO. <laughs> well, I don't know why we're switching everything. Because you, they don't want they don't want to be seen as nerds. Yeah, well, UFO is <laughs> clearly what we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah, it is what we're talking about. They say that uh, this report spans occurrences that happened between 2004 and 2021, with the vast majority of these happening in the last two years. Because it wasn't until 2019 that there was even like a formal. Right. procedure in place for Navy air pilots to report this kind of stuff. They say that, hey, this could be balloons. This could be just unexplained stuff. This uh, could potentially be an adversary that has leapfrogged us in technology. But they just they don't they just said that they don't know what it is. And I, I guess probably the most uh, surprise or the most interesting thing here is just this little byline here. It says that uh, there were 144 reports that originated from U.S. government sources and that of these 144 reports, 80 of those involved observation with multiple sensors. So okay. it's not just like one radar glitch, but it was like multiple yeah. points of data, I suppose, that was recording these things. Huh. Well, <laughs> I mean, I wish they would have told us more. 
I wanted pictures, <laughs> everything. Yes. Uh, I wanted the little alien autopsy video. Yeah. With uh yeah, right. Commander Riker. Exactly. Uh, what was it? Narrating it? Yes. But no. Oh, and uh this was important. They're asking for more money. Oh, sure. <laughs> I need more money Imagine to figure that. this out. We know there's something there, and we need more money to know what it is. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> well, let's let the dude from Blink 182 pay him extra. You know, <laughs> well, like he's he, doing his own thing right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. He should get on. They should link up, you know, private and public sector. Yeah. Let's see what happens. You know what? I think we would have gotten more information. Now, I, I can't promise you it'd be good information, <laughs> but we would have gotten more if we would have commissioned him to give us a non paid report. Yeah, absolutely. What this stuff is. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's definitely something going on. Exactly. This is what I've said. Now, look, I'm open to the, to the extraterrestrial hypothesis. Sure. But I mean, at this point, there is as much evidence for these big angels and demons flying around in the sky as there is aliens. We we don't know what it is. That's the bottom line. We have no idea. No idea. Hmm. Well. (laughs) They did say that in one case, it was a balloon. It was a large deflating balloon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Somebody let one go at a birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably a... It was probably our happy birthday Jesus balloon sure. that we released at the Christmas party. That's right. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, no, it spotlighted. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> it was. Uh, I mean, if you read like biblical descriptions of angels, I mean, you would talk about an alien <laughs> looking thing. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's no joke. Was it Ezekiel that described yeah. his. Uh, yeah, it was not. Like a little person with uh, angel wings. Now those are yeah. described in the Bible. Those sure. are cherubs. Cherubs. He saw yeah. this crazy no, yeah. creature with four faces mm-hmm. and had eyes everywhere. That's right. It's it's nuts. Wild stuff. Yeah. Weird and wild stuff. <laughs> that's right. Well, uh, let's talk about something else that's foreign. Alien. Maybe. Okay. There's no no tuna DNA has been found in Subway's tuna sandwich, according to a New York Times report. Huh. Now, this is not good for Subway, but by far not the worst PR nightmare <laughs> Subway has ever had. You know? <laughs> yes. If no tuna in the tuna sandwich is the worst thing Subway yes. has going for it, yeah. I'm going to chalk that up as a win. <laughs> we don't want to roll back the Jared days, you know? Yes. No. Subway's probably like, oh, that's all? Whoa. Yeah, no. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> no, I thought when you called, something yeah. else was happening. <clears throat> something is apparently fishy with Subway's tuna sandwiches. A New York Times lab test found no tuna DNA in any of the sandwiches it tested. The New York Times picked up samples of tuna tuna from three different subway locations in Los Angeles and got them tested at a lab. Uh, The test revealed that no amplifiable tuna DNA was present in the sample. The lab says the tuna was either so heavily processed that the tuna DNA wasn't identifiable or that no tuna was used. Uh, Subway says it uses skipjack and yellowfin tuna, and that there's no simply no truth to the allegations. So there you go. Well, can we see the report? I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they have a nine-page report. <laughs> I would figure the, the better case scenario is that it gets uh, ground up and packaged mm-hmm. and everything, that there isn't identifiable DNA, or... 
Worst case scenario, it's human flesh. (laughs) (laughs) Either one. Of children. Yeah, of children. (laughs) Right. That's apropos for some way. (laughs) Next week, they're going to have all kinds of weird stuff ordering that sandwich. (laughs) But uh, I don't get tuna sandwiches at Subway. Never have. I I don't go to Subway a lot. Yeah. But when I do, it's cold cut trio. Okay. Now, we had a tuna sandwich at Roly Poly was Trey Magnifique, <laughs> to use my French. It was, uh, what was it? It was full of tuna DNA. Oh, it was straight up. Well, we got tuna out of a can, <laughs> but you know, I don't know if it was fresh caught or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, it had chicken of the sea on the label or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it now, but it had tuna, bacon, pepper jack cheese, a barbecue sauce on it, onions. Oh, man, it was great. Nice. I want one right now thinking about it. <laughs> I think my wife used to order that. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called, though. Maybe mm-hmm. it was a barbecue tuna. I can't remember. Barbecue which- tuna melt. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah. I can't remember which one I would get, but I think it had steak in it. Yeah, no, we I had several steaks. We yeah. had a steak fajita. We I had think that's a, what I would get. That's what I got, steak we had a fajita. Ch- chipotle steak. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know. Don't give me to thinking about Roly Poly. I'll get nostalgic on you. I got I went through a bad nostalgic streak on Roly Poly a couple weeks ago. I, kept, I saw your Facebook post. <laughs> I was like, man, we should all get together and have fun. But yeah. then everybody started commenting like, I want to come and make me this. I was like, no, y'all. We ain't making sandwiches. We're just not, hanging out. I'm not taking requests. Yeah, yeah right. I'm like, we're just going to hang out and talk about the good old days and yeah. stuff, you know? Kick back a few drinks and, but yeah, anyways. Uh, and then I found like one of my old magnets and everything. It was a good time. Good times. Yeah. All except the going broke part. Every part else I loved. <laughs> yeah. What about the uh, 60 hours a week? Well, that was, uh, I mean, it never, it didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But now that I work like 40 hours a week, I'm like, how did I ever do that? Right. Know, like, right. And keep my life running. But, yeah, that's about to say because I mean, you know, forty hours a week you know, keep you busy. Yeah, you know? right. Oh, I know. So. I didn't have an off day this weekend either. I was like, let's do some yard work, which meant <laughs> I got to do yard work and shuttling kids to summer camp and all that. It was a wild time. Well, what would help that? What if you had a uh, fifty billion dollars deposited into your bank? I would love it. <laughs> that would be great. First of all, I would withdraw it immediately and invest it, <laughs> invest it all in buy a bunch of Bitcoin with it. <laughs> so they couldn't, couldn't trace it anymore. Yeah. And then hopefully, hopefully that Bitcoin would go up. Well, I would if be. Elon Musk will keep his trap shut. Well, I would be out of the country to like a country with no extradition agreement or anything like that. <laughs> right. I'm smart enough to know what to do if if a financial windfall like that were to happen to me. Well, there was a, a lucky couple in Louisiana that that's exactly what happened. To. Okay, he was quoted to saying, "I've never seen that many zeros." <laughs> <laughs> A couple from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, were shocked to find fifty billion had mistakenly been deposited into their bank account. Darren James told local news that he recently received a bizarre call from his wife, during which she told him to sit down before informing him that the huge sum of money had been transferred into their bank. James immediately called the bank to report the incident and find out why the funds had been deposited. So, yeah. honest, honest John here. Sure. It was crazy just to see what it looks like because I have never seen that many zeros in my life. He I'd said. have taken a screenshot for sure. <laughs> yes. 
I wasn't going to keep it. The thing that was the most baffling was we don't even know where it came from. We don't know anybody with that kind of money. The bank began its processing of the collecting error, but did not disclose why the $50 billion had been deposited or where it came from. Within days, the money had disappeared from their account. The family showed the outlet a screenshot of there the enormous error. There was a hold placed on it. It showed up on Saturday uh, to make a deposit for our daughter. It stayed there Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday it was gone, James said. Huh. There's enough greatness in this world where we can all have a life we never thought was possible. So if we did have $50 billion, I would bless others. Sure, going to tithe. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Give him 10%. Yeah. <laughs> now, get this, John. Recipients of erroneous bank deposits are not entitled to keep the money. In most instant instances, the financial institution will spot the error and reverse the transaction. Those who spend the money can find themselves facing criminal charges. That's why I pointed out the non-extradition <laughs> yes. country I would flee to. While specific charges vary by state, generally such cases would be considered as theft or theft of property lost by mistake in receiving stolen property. In February, the Charles Schwab Corporation erroneously deposited $1.2 million into the account of Caitlin Spadoni, Caitlin Spadoni, a 911 dispatcher in Louisiana. The company discovered that a portion of the funds had disappeared, and they attempted to recover it a day later, according to the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. Authorities said that Spadoni quickly transferred the money to another account and used some of it to purchase a car and a house. Absolutely. The actions led to her arrest, however, on April 7th over fraud and theft charges. The sheriff's office said that her employment as a dispatcher was terminated on the same day. How to get any trouble if you weren't for the sheriff's <laughs> office. Yeah. yeah. In a lawsuit, the company explained that it had intended to deposit $82.56 into Spadoni's brokerage services account. It claimed that a glitch in the financial institution software caused the accidental seven-figure dis- deposit. Sure. <clears throat> so... You know what? I get that it's not your money, yeah. and I get that you can't keep it. It bothers me the bank don't face any repercussions well, right. as a result of this. What you know? I would like to see the bank do is say, okay, you get to keep whatever interest was earned while it was in your account. Which yeah. on $50 billion for three days, that's would be a pretty good bit of money. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just say, like, hey, let's even Stevens <laughs> for your trouble for being honest and everything. We'll let you keep that interest. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I would be perfectly fine with that deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would also have withdrawn every bit of it. <laughs> yeah. I would have been buying, I'd have been on the deep web buying babies, <laughs> all kind of stuff, just for fun. You know? <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> but I've said it many times the Lord don't want me to be super rich because I mm. would not know how to act. Y'all wouldn't be able to stand me if I was super rich. And also, just let me say again, why does the bank not face any charges for this? Yeah. Like, like, if I gave you $50 to hang on to and then you lost it, yeah. are you responsible for that or the random bozo who found it on the street? Well, I'm sure what the bank is going to say is, we're getting your money back to you. You know, mm. don't worry about it. You know, we haven't made a mistake. There's been a delay <laughs> you know, or, or something. I don't know. Uh which I went to the ATM today mm-hmm. and it was broken at my bank. So I had to go to another bank and their ATM is way nicer than my bank's. And it had all kind of bells and whistles, but it knew how much money I had in my account too. And I was like, how does another bank know how much money I have? You know, like that yeah. kind of bothered me a little bit, 
Like, I, which I trust Synovus. We do all our business with Synovus. I was my personal accounts uh, with another bank. So I was like, you know, Synovus, keep your nose out of my business. <laughs> you know, I don't want y'all to know. What I, I just need $160 so my kid can go on a youth trip next week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, Hudson's at summer camp this week. Thomas is going on the youth trip next week. We're going to try to pawn Libby and Ollie off on somebody. I mean, it, it could be a throwback to the greatest <laughs> days of mine and Deidre's lives there for, for a few, just a few fleeting moments if we can get the other two kids. So if anybody listening is interested in babysitting, let me know. I'm sure Ollie will wind up over at our house at some point. <laughs> sure. Oh, yes. No, Ollie will break it and entering over at Tiny and Terrace. I have a great story I'm going to tell in the Patreon show. <laughs> um, by the way, what did Tara do to her foot? I saw her in a boot. She, uh, <laughs> I guess she stood on it for too long. Okay. She said that after that yard sale, you know how taxing yard sales Sure. Be. That's right. <laughs> it upset some kind of stress fracture. Like, here a while back, she had some kind of stress fracture, which just for every, so everybody knows, I don't really know what a stress fracture is. Me either. It sounds bad. Sure. And they gave her that boot and told her to wear it for a few what, days. Well, she, I think it was last week they had a yard sale. She was on her feet like all day long and her foot was hurting again. So huh. she strapped it back on again. Wow. And here my wife ran into like <laughs> here a zip line thing. And I was like, get on back at work, baby. We need that insurance. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Okay. Well, uh, the Taco Bell across the street, Taco Bell B. It's looking good. Oh, and it's coming along, <laughs> isn't it? It's it, got, I don't know if you noticed the covered outdoor seating has oh, ceiling fans underneath it and everything. I absolutely yeah. noticed oh, that. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. They had them running. Oh, I know. This yeah. morning they did. <laughs> I wanted to go out there and just sit <laughs> for a Me while. Me too. Let's just hang out on the veranda <laughs> at the Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I told the guys at church, now look, this isn't your daddy's Taco Bell. No. This is like your nice, swanky mom's sure. Taco Bell. Right. We're not going to let any like white trash come in this Taco Bell. They got to go through the drive-thru, okay? <laughs> Y'all can't come inside. Y'all can go to one of the other four Taco Bell <laughs> locations. Right. Well, uh, a Florida woman whose name is Booze okay. crashed into a Taco Bell sign while driving drunk. Okay. A woman in St. Petersburg, Florida with the last name Booze crashed into a Taco Bell sign as a result of drunk driving. Uh, reports show how the 34-year-old woman named Kanishia first crashed in, in, into an unsuspecting tree, then the Taco Bell sign, before fleeing the scene on Friday night. She was stopped by authorities not too long afterwards after blowing two red lights while speeding. Well, this lady was out. She was like... <laughs> Ain't nothing stopping her. Is her last name Booze? Yeah. Because oh, her first name is Kanisha? Kanisha. Okay. Uh, the publication continues uh, to report that responding officers observed how Booze had bloodshot, watery eyes, a dazed and blank expression on her face, and an odor of alcoholic beverages on her breath as she was being questioned. Uh, she also refused to provide breath samples. Uh, the New York Post details how the Taco Bell at which Bruce caused the damage was actually her place of employment. <laughs> what a twist. I mean. What a twist. <laughs> she was charged with a DUI, leaving the scene of an accident and driving with a suspended or revoked license. Oh, man. Uh, Booze was released from jail on Saturday after posting a $1,750 bond. I would think you would get a bigger bond uh, than that. Yeah. But, wow. 
Okay. I feel sorry for Kanishia. Do you? A little bit. I feel sorry for the Taco Bell more <laughs> in this story and the tree that she hit. I'm just saying she... Okay, look. Yes, DUI is bad. You don't yeah. need to be doing that. will get anybody sure. in trouble. Right. But uh, to then go and crash into your place of employment... Yeah. It's just, she's got to be in a bad spot. Well, I had And a, I'm not saying she didn't do this to herself. I don't know her sure. situation. I just hope that she gets, she finds <laughs> some way out of it. Maybe she's just trying to make it into work, you know? <laughs> like, hit her, her shift was about to start. She'd been out partying or whatever. <laughs> yeah. She's going to make it on in there. Because, like, you could be drunk and work at Taco Bell. There's only got, like, four ingredients. <laughs> right. Just different combinations of them. And it's all inside that little caulk gun. <laughs> That's right. <Yes. laughs> Look. <laughs> the peak of technology is the sour cream caulk gun. Yes. <laughs> the peak of technology. <laughs> um, I had a girl that lived across the street from me growing up, and she got drunk one time and was driving, and she hit, like, on the end of the street. This guy always parked his truck on the mm-hmm. end of the street. Well, she hit it and then proceeded to drive onto her house park her car right at her house and get out and go inside like, like nothing, nothing happened. <laughs> so like I'm going to bed one night. I, it was, I, I used to stay up and listen to the Grateful Dead Hour on public radio when it used to come on. <laughs> yeah. And so I would lay in bed and listen to that. And I noticed like cop lights outside of my window mm-hmm. and I look out across the street and her like Corsica is all crunched up like smoke coming out oh, of the top no. and everything. And yeah, she she had, had a little incident. The cops show up and they're like, "Open and shut case." <laughs> exactly. No, there was like a trail of fluid from the truck she hit all the way to her driveway. You yeah. know, the cops were like, "It's a hit and run," but she didn't run that far. Yeah. No, just right down the block. Yeah, yeah, that's uh kind of wild. Uh, well, before we go to our next uh, news story, I just want to say that uh, I feel bad for Kanisha Booze. Sure. And I hope someday to be over at her house when somebody else like grabs a beer out of her fridge so I can say, stop, that's Kanisha's booze. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <Yeah. laughs> All right, John, uh, when you think of an exorcism, what do you think of? Um, you know, like the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> yeah. What's, of, what movie was that? The Exorcist. Okay. Yeah, The Exorcist. Imagine <laughs> yeah. that. What a name. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I think of, too. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think of a little 14 year old girl in her bedroom. Yeah. But uh, a police recently broke up an exorcism, but it was at a Home Depot. <laughs> okay. Well, look, the devil doesn't rest. He's roaming to and fro. We all know. Like a lion seeking whom he may devour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Police in Lackawanna County broke up an exorcism in the lumber aisle in a police in a home improvement store on Monday. <laughs> Details are scarce on just what was going on inside the Home Depot on Commerce Drive in Dixon City Monday afternoon, but police were called around 3.26 p.m. to escort several people out of the store for, quote, unquote, bad behavior. Oh, wow. According to reports, the exorcism was held for the trees that had been turned into lumber. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so they're trying to get them back to being trees, I guess. I don't know. I tell you what, I mean, I will say that there is something devilish about the price of lumber right now. <laughs> yeah. No, the devil has his hand all over that situation. <laughs> yes. uh, the police blotter item posted on the Dixon City Police Facebook page gave few clues as to what happened, simply saying that at 3.26 p.m. Commerce Boulevard at Home Depot for disorderly people having an exorcism in the lumber aisle, 
for the dead trees. They were escorted out of the building. Close to 200 comments on the post begged for more details. There is no indication the incident had anything to do with the price of lumber. <laughs> Although, come on, people. How had could to. it not? Had to. <laughs> According to reports, no charges have been filed at this time. See, I love the environment. I like I, I, I feel like I'm an environmentalist outside of I don't recycle. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's just be perfectly honest. Could you say that one more time? I, I feel I'm like a recycle. I'm a. I'm an environmentalist, who don't but recycle. I, I, don't re, I don't recycle. Okay. Yes. Um, but the weirdos in the environmentalist community that keep me away from <laughs> give, it. Give you a bad yeah. name. Like if there were normal people there, I'd probably recycle. Yeah. But it's just like too much. I feel like once I get those recycling bins from the city, mm-hmm. I'll turn into, I'll be doing an exorcism down <laughs> at the Home Depot, you know? You'll be like in a Speedo. Sure. Like throwing red paint at a yeah. dude in a... Chaining myself to a tree when they're building a Taco Bell across the street, you know. Yes. I, I just feel like I, I could I could slide down that slope, but and so I have to if you're hold not careful. back. Yeah, I hold back. Yeah. Plus, I don't know uh, in West Alabama that our recycling is any real like we're making a huge difference because apparently in Alabama, if you have trash, you just throw it on the side of the road anyways. <laughs> you know, like, We are the most littered state in the union. I guarantee you. And our slogan is Alabama, the beautiful. I know. And we have a beautiful state. We have one of the most biodiverse states in the whole union. We have mountains, we got beaches, we have rivers, like the, uh, the mobile basin, a uh, watershed basin is like you know, it's an amazing ecological thing, mm-hmm. and we just like we'll leave a freezer out on the side of the road <laughs> yes. like, without even thinking about it. <laughs> I don't get the people like man, and all these people are like, well, I love to hunt, I love the outdoors. You're like, well, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Why are you littering? Don't get me started on it. I'll get all fired up like I did. And, and you know what? I mean. <laughs> Now, look, I'm not the most popular person in Alabama, but I feel like I know a lot of people. Sure. Just being a Southerner in general, you tend to know lots and yeah, lots and absolutely. lots of people. Yeah. People don't generally keep to themselves down here. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, we're all in everybody's <laughs> business. That said, I really don't. Like, everybody I know says the exact same thing you said. You right. say. But this litter's got to be coming from somewhere. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So who's doing it? It's like everybody says they don't leave their they they always push their buggies back to the cart thing. <laughs> yes. But you go to Walmart parking lot, you're like, there's too many buggies roaming around here. Well, now I knew one dude, and he owned that, and I was yeah. like, well, you know what? You got to respect him for sure. that. He just came right out and said, I never right ever push my cart back to that little cart. <laughs> well, I heard one person told me, and it may have been the same guy. He was like, when they open up all the cash registers, I'll start pushing my cart back. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, you know, you make a compelling argument. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I would still push you my You really back. should push your cart, but hey, you know what? I respect you for being <laughs> yeah, no. honest. Hey, like You've made a, a convincing counterpoint. <laughs> it just didn't convince me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's move on. Um, this story, apparently, we're going to be talking about firearms. So I would just like our younger listeners to know that uh, that they may want to tune away during this. Is that like a is that is that something that has to? We need a, a warning for that. Well, let me read the headline to okay. you. Uh, Australian themed restaurant is criticized for posting a job advertisement for quote 
a Sheila with nice bazookas. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> An Australian themed restaurant has been criticized. Well, the first or sentence of the article is the same as the headline. The post was made by the Outback Marshapel on their Facebook page, but has since been removed. It has been deemed distasteful by some Marshapel villagers, despite the restaurant owner stating that it was just a joke and is typical Aussie banter. <laughs> um, let me see where this is. Where is Marshapel? Does anybody know? It's really only me and you in here. We have some Aussies that listen. Yeah, but I don't think I think this is like somewhere else. Oh, this this is from the UK. This is them. This is them appropriating. Yeah, they want to be right. They're like, yeah. hey, it's, it's, I think it's in the UK. And they're like, hey, we uh, sent all you guys to Australia a long time ago, and now we're trying to steal y'all's like what y'all have done that's cool down there <laughs> yeah. back up here. Right. Uh, so uh, the post reads uh, as it's Charlotte's day off from handling by PR and it, and administration on here. I'm covering today. Uh, there is a Saturday shift available here at Outback, so here goes. Uh, vacancy for Sheila with nice bazookas must have a great sm- smile and smart lower regions, but not talk a lot. <laughs> well, now, I tell you what, as far as a wish list goes, that's top notch. <laughs> oh, it, it continues on. Must be fully conversant with Aussie footy, 4 by 4s and eat steak cooked no more than medium rare. Uh, being nice to the landlord at all times will result, result in an undisclosed bonus system, which the landlady needs no knowledge of ever. <laughs> Tattoos, body piercings, Botox, silicone implants are all allowed, but must be ready, must be read or checked by the landlord on a weekly basis. Uniform, uniform is provided to the lucky Sheila. Please message Charlotte for an interview. Good day, mates. The post received a whopping 15 likes, loves, and ha-ha reactions on Facebook, along with 15 seems, comments before it was taken down. That seems kind of weak. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's weak. If, <laughs> if I only get 15 on something, I'm like, I should, I should even put that up there. Yeah, right. Uh, but a Marshall rep, so everybody that wanted to come down, uh, and a Marshall resident who wishes to re- remain anonymous claims to have seen numerous complaints about the post. Uh, they say it is in bad taste regardless of whether it was meant as a joke. The resident said, I don't think the advert is right even in jest. I don't think it's funny. We are meant to be working towards inclusive inclusivity it is antagonized residents. Now I would say antagonized. It's a little too, <laughs> a little too yeah. uh, broad of a term there. <clears throat> According to the resident, this is not the first post to have caused incident uh, with the villagers or to have been removed after it was posted. Owner of the Outback, Frank Walsh, who spent about ten years in Australia after joining the Royal Navy as an engineer, said the post is just typical banter. Um, he said, of course, I'm not going to check tattoos, body piercings, or any of that other stuff. The post is just a bit of banter. Um, but anyways, now I know, I mean, well, it's the outback no rules, just right. I mean, you know, and I would love to go visit it. Sounds like my kind of place. Yeah. You know? It also I love bazookas. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're cool. I wish I could own one. Of all shapes and sizes. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I wish I could own a bazooka. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what it is. 
I need to uh, revise our one ahead for <laughs> our oddity intern. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely true. Maybe we're having trouble finding. <laughs> we need to add. We need someone with bazooka, at least bazooka experience. <laughs> you know. <Yes. laughs> uh, um. Well, you know, uh, my good friend. Shane Spiller, mm-hmm. he visited the Cajun Curl food truck this week. All right. Yeah, as, and said it was amazing. So all you locals out here to the West Alabama area, go check out the Cajun Curl food truck. That's an unsolicited ad by on my part. Mm-hmm. Um, now that said. Now that said, here's a solicited <laughs> ad by my part. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for all of their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right on the website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, and I'm talking about right on the bayou. Like, they were out in a Piro doing it, you know? <laughs> yeah. They made it right out there on the bayou, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, bazookas, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on it will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own right there on the website. And if your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Now, here locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, which I don't think is called Vowels Fresh Market anymore. I think they had to change their name to something else. Yeah, it's fresh something still, but it ain't Fresh Market because there's like another Fresh Market out there. Anyways, it's available over there. Everybody here knows what I'm talking about. It's uh, at... South's Finest Meats. It's also at Mark's Martin downtown Northport and the Pig, Piggly Wiggly, in Lur- on Lurleen Wallace Boulevard in Northport, Alabama. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt. It has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10, that's EOP and the number 10, to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John, you want to do some voicemails this week? Sure. Because we have some voicemails this week. (laughs) Okay. Good. We got five? We go through times of want, and we go through times of plenty. Sure. And this is more want, (laughs) but this is a time of plenty. All right. Hey guys, it's Jacqueline. Um, yeah, I'm no, sorry, I didn't get a chance to call in last week, but I just have a few notes on the show that I've been keeping you know around for a little bit. Um, after last week's Patreon episode, I think you should change the name of the Patreon show to Earth Oddity After Dark. <laughs> uh, that was a lot, and I feel for Nicole. Um, anyways. Um, no, I have no idea who Dave Ramsey is. You've mentioned him, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know who that is, so could you please elaborate on who that is? Uh, garage fridges are definitely not just a southern thing. My father has one. My father-in-law has one. A lot of people have one. 
it's, you know, it's just where you keep alcohol in the garage. It's not in the house, obviously. Um, as far as the Catholic policy on gambling, so I looked it up, and if you go to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, which of course all of us have a copy of, I actually do have a copy of it, weirdly enough, um, it's a huge book that has all the rules. But if you go through Catechism number 2404, it says, Gambling, whether it involves games of chance, wagers, or betting, or even lotteries, is not intrinsically evil. However, a person may only engage in these activities with a strict adherence to virtue. And, I mean, that's pretty obvious from the fact that Catholic churches run bingos quite a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of Catholics and boats on Sunday, uh, I had a priest once who would, we have, we don't have sermons, we have something called a homily, uh, which is kind of like a sermon. And he got up one time in the middle of the summer, it was a very nice day, and he said, I'm not going to do the homily today because we all have boats we want to get to. So, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And it was a very short mass that day, which was great. Um, yes. Well, John, it wasn't me also that submitted the whale story, but I understand a thousand percent that your mom gets credit for it. hundred percent. Absolutely. Never, never go otherwise than that. Uh, and John, another reason why I think, you know, we continue on our sisterhood. I also dislike watermelon. I All think right. it's a texture thing for me. hundred percent. It's really gritty and grainy and gross. Uh, also, speaking of Giardia, uh, I actually did my public health thesis on Giardia. So I thought that was interesting that you guys were talking about it because I actually know quite a bit about Giardia, which also is called beaver fever because in Canada, it's uh, a lot of the contributing sources of it are from beavers, just so you know. Now, hold on. We have beaver fever down here, too. Uh, I think it may be something have, different. I have beaver fever since I was about 13. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And finally, white girls with wrist tattoos. Look, I have a lot of tattoos, um, as a lot of people know, if they've followed on the Discord or the Facebook, but uh, I do not have any on my wrist, and I'd like to keep it that way for as long as possible and have every square inch of me covered in tattoos except my face and my wrist. Anyways, I hope y'all are having a great time. I'm getting my second shot of vaccine next week, so I'm pretty excited about that. I'll be fully vaccinated so I can travel again. And I hope you all are having a great time. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. That was that was a jam-packed call. Let's start. Let's unpack it with the uh, first thing she talked about was Dave Ramsey. Yes. Dave Ramsey is a financial advisor mm-hmm. of sorts here. On the radio. On the radio. He blew up in Southern Baptist churches about what maybe 15 years ago which is, and that has made him enormously wealthy right. and then he comes on like you know Fox News and says if you need a $1,200 stimulus check then you're you're never going to be rich anyways mm-hmm. and stuff because apparently he's never been broke and doesn't know <laughs> how much $1,200 means to you when you are broke but whatever yeah, yeah. so uh, that's Dave Ramsey and people love him. I'm not a fan of Dave Ramsey. Well, I mean, honestly, I mean, if you do what he tells you to do, then yeah, you will, you know, get rich eventually because sure, his plan is basically eat bologna for ten years right. and save all your money, and then you're rich. Yeah, drive an I mean, old of car. Of course, that's going to work. Sure, yeah. pay off all your debt, mm-hmm. which not a bad idea if you have a lot of debt to get out of it. But also, you can use debt to create wealth for yourself too, and that's one of the things that bothers me that he does it ever consider that you can get a loan from the bank and use that money to make more money 
and then pay it back. You get a loan, really, all you do, you're just paying rent on money If when you look at it. So as long as you can pay your rent, you're fine. Yeah. So, and if you can't pay your rent, just go borrow more money. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you deep for a debt. And then just uh, declare bankruptcy and get out from under all of it. Nature's yeah. do-over. That's right. And okay. in the United States, you apparently get unlimited do-overs. So there you go. Uh, so Dave Ramsey, Giardia. Beaver fever, Beaver baby. Beaver fever. Yeah. That actually... Makes an episode of Ren and Stimpy make so much more sense now. Okay. <laughs> I remember there was a there was a lot of Canadian jokes in that show, but there was an episode where they went camping, and Ren told Stimpy that he couldn't drink the water because he would get beaver fever. And uh-huh. I thought they were just being silly, but sure. no, apparently they were talking. Yeah, about Yeah, you Giardia. really will get beaver fever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And uh, gambling. It's cool so, for the cat. As long as you're virtuous while yeah. you're doing it. Sure. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. I also, we, I, not really weird. It's weird as a Baptist to go, well, there's this big book I can go to that's got all the rules. Mm-hmm. That's not the Bible. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which... I mean, we have, like I say, we, yeah, we say that when you know when we need some direction on something, we go straight to the Bible. Sure. But then when the Bible doesn't explicitly lay out, yeah, then we turn to. Well, then know, we just say no. Anyway, yeah. then we just say no. Anything that's not covered explicitly in the Bible is an absolute no-no for a Baptist. Like so. dancing. Yeah, dancing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey there, everybody. Um, you know, in reference to last. You know, I just want to tell you how. <laughs> Let it roll. A compelling call. <laughs> A compelling call, to say the least. I feel like his cell service dropped out. <laughs> yeah. I think he was, uh, he must have hit that one spot on 43. Yes, right. No, yeah, over there in the, in the little deep, in the little, <laughs> yes. yeah, no, everybody knows who that is. <laughs> uh, he texts back and he said that uh, he called, but it cut off. Turns out his uh, Wi Fi call was trying to connect. He called back, but you might have to edit. Okay. Still not sure what he was trying to say there. Yeah. Anyway. Next call. Talking about April 27 stories. Um, I was, I wasn't necessarily at Chuck E. Cheese, but I was actually at uh, Hobby Lobby. Uh, but, you know, Chuck E. Cheese was in the same uh, little area right there. And uh, I don't know if that was a birthday party or not, but Chuck E. Cheese was open. Everything in that uh, little sister center right there was open. Now, as far as they've gotten themselves out and everything, after it hit, you know, we started going about our getting people out and everything. The only people in that uh, super center right there that was trapped was uh, Big Lots and Planet Fitness. We had to help dig them folks out until the uh, emergency services arrived, which was well, well longer than an hour because they just couldn't get there. But um, hope y'all have a, a good week. It's good talking to you. Later. Yeah, it's really amazing that only, what was it, 40-something people? Yeah, I think it was 50. 
like yeah. 50 even really amazing i mean considering yeah. the damage that was done oh yeah and digging people out of big lots and, and yeah planet business amazing that the april 27th tornado didn't claim more lives than it did and for people that are like not from around here just go on google and google like tuscaloosa tornado or whatever you'll get a ton of hits and footage and all that and it it tore this place apart. President Barack Obama came here to yeah. Tuscaloosa. Charlie Sheen did. <laughs> okay, not not uh, you know no slouch. No. President Barack Obama, no, no, but no. Charlie Sheen was well, the, really saying, the big name that came here. If you get uh, President Obama and Charlie Sheen to come to your city. Something yes. bad's happened, you know. Yes. Charlie Sheen still owes us a celebrity softball game. He I'll never, never forget it. He never did the celebrity softball game, but he did go to Kmart and spend three hundred dollars on flashlights and handed them out. <laughs> yeah. And went to McAllister's, got a sandwich, <laughs> drank some sweet tea. Yeah, thanks, Charlie. Appreciate it. Who would think a guy with a huge cocaine habit would <laughs> would botch a, uh, a humanitarian aid to a city that just got destroyed? I remember that was also like right there during the midst. Oh yeah, like the Charlie Sheen oh, the madness, Tiger's like, blood. Yes. Oh, yeah, that he was like fired from his show. Yes. That was all right there. Like that was in the midst of all that. He just shows up, wears a Bama baseball jersey around town. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Hands out some flashlights, gets on his plane, flies back to Los Angeles, has sex with hookers. Normal, <laughs> right? Crazy. Normal. Times. Yeah. All right. Next call. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh. By the way, I want to say that Stan's calls puts the AI translator into a pretzel. It cannot. <laughs> like, I understood every word he says, but if you read along with it, it was great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, guys. It is Bobo. You know me as that sour Bobo. I hope you're doing well, not feeling sour. I've been listening to the show for a few months now, and I thought I would share a classic odd tale from my neck of the woods up here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It actually has to do with someplace a little bit west of here. If you went out toward Madison, Wisconsin, there's a place called Heartland. Out there, if you're on the freeway going through Heartland, there is a place out there called the Bristlecone Pines Subdivision. Okay? Bristlecone Pines Subdivision. And you'll know you're going by it because if you're heading west, on the right side, they got these, they had these big letters. They haven't been out there in a while, but I remember, you know, heading out to a baseball game in high school or something. We'd see pines, big letters, P-I-N-E-S, on the side of the road there. Bristlecone Pines Subdivision. So one day, about a little over 20 years ago now, somebody went out there, middle of the night, and they broke off a couple of the letters on this sign. Right, they did about six thousand dollars worth of damage, as I recall. They specifically they didn't break off all the letters, mind you. They just broke off the vowel, and they didn't like take them home and stash them in their basement. They left the letters there, but they they rearranged them a little bit. So they switched the I and the E. So if you drove past there the next morning, <laughs> you would think you were going past the bristlecone penis subdivision, <laughs> which. Uh, you know, invited some interesting phone calls probably the next day, as I remember a guy on the local radio commenting, Phil Cianciola, shout out to him. He commented that they had to be getting calls the next day, like, 
Universal Cone Penis Subdivision, how can I help you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was wondering what a unit there cost. <laughs> so, anyway. There's that little story. I figured you guys would enjoy it. Keep up the good work. And uh, always respect the polygon. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Drop a little respect to Polygon on us there at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a that's a great story, Bilo. Yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, I respect those people. Uh, I need to be on the lookout for any subdivisions, <laughs> right? It says was, while he was telling, here, I was uh, thinking how we could redo Bill Mead, but <laughs> there's nothing good I could come up with. We could uh, we could stick meat on the Taco Bell sign across sure. the street. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just go over there and spray paint it on there, anyways. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next call. Hey there. I was just calling in here from Oregon. Wanted to let you guys know I started listening to you. Oh, uh, probably about three months ago. Maybe maybe closer to six months ago. And uh, have been working my way backwards through the podcast while keeping up with your new podcast here for a while. And then about two or three weeks ago, I actually caught up all the way. So I've now listened to every single one of your podcasts. I've told a lot of people about you, everybody at work, a lot of my family. My wife says I'm a total fanboy and it makes her laugh. And I just thought I would call in and let you guys know that you have a total fanboy out in Oregon and I wish you would double your podcast output so that I would have more to listen to now that I've caught up because now I've had to go back to listening to the Babylon B podcast and it would be more fun to listen to you guys more often. All right. Well, I hope you have a good day. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Mike, thank you so much. That yeah. just that makes my day to know that somebody out there in Oregon is like, you know, yeah. super into our show. Somebody other than Johnny Irons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and let me just say that I I also am a big fan of the Babylon B podcast. I've never listened to it. I, I'm actually <laughs> imagine a fan. that. They're actually one of the few podcasts that I'm like a patron. Which they're not on Patreon, but they have like a oh, they got subscriber their own thing. Yeah. Wow. Look so. at Tiny throwing around the cash. <laughs> okay. Got a robot vacuum paying for exclusive content. Hey, I'm just trying to support Christian satire. <laughs> Which, by the way, speaking of as a rich guy here, the guy across the street from me, mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. Uh, he's got the same truck as me in his driveway now. Kind of bothers me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, hey, look, man, don't cop my style, okay? It's gold and everything. Mine's a Lariat. His is an XLT, though, so his isn't as nice as mine, but still. Kind of like, look, man, come on. He's a wannabe. I'm sure his wife is probably like, dude, man, John's truck is looking good. You see him get it? Because his wife and I leave about every same time every morning. She yeah. probably sees me getting on in there and, you know, gets the juices flowing, if well, you, know you know what I mean. you know what they say. Yeah. Yeah. Something women like about it. <laughs> exactly man. right. Look, one of the greatest 20th century philosophers, Joe Diffie, said it best. <laughs> yes. He said, I got an eight-foot bed that never has to be made. Know. You know? There you go. <laughs> if it weren't for trucks, you wouldn't have tailgates. That's right. All right. And then our- <laughs> like the dude in Oregon has no idea. I've probably never heard of Joe Diffie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what would be really cool is if everybody out there who does listen to the Babylon podcast y'all should send them emails telling them they need to have us on sure so. that would, that would, yeah they'll never do it no. but that would be awesome no, that'd be great or hire us in some way <laughs> yeah. you know i don't want to leave my full-time job but i could do you know a couple hours a week for them you know <laughs> yeah this is like uh yeah bring us into the fold <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> 
Uh, and then our for our last voicemail. Hey there. So my uh, husband said he just called your podcast and said he was a fanboy, but I just want to let you know like how much of a fanboy he is about you guys. He thinks you are hilarious, and he cannot wait for the next one to get dropped. And sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, what's up? Or whatever. He's like, oh, they still haven't dropped their podcast yet. Anyway, so he is crazy about you guys, which is funny because it's not crazy about anything else quite like that. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you guys do a great job, and uh, we enjoy laughing about it together. Well, look, that's a happy marriage right there. <laughs> you a know? happy marriage. Uh, I feel like they're going to go places. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Look, so like, look I'm, I'm glad we have a friend now in Oregon because I've been wanting to travel out there and I need somewhere to stay. Can't <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, stay in Georgia with Marquette. <laughs> right. No, she would never let me in her house. Uh, which my cousins live in Portland. So, uh-huh. I mean, I could stay there too, but I would like to stay somewhere else as well. I would like to tour the whole state. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. And. Yeah, tell everybody. I would love if we would blow up in the Pacific Northwest. Plus, it's like us rednecks, people out there listening to them. That'd be great. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Lots of voicemails this week. Keep yeah. them coming, because if there's one thing me and John love, it's words of affirmation. Sure. We just really love it when strangers call us and tell us how funny we are exactly. and how entertaining we are yeah. and how they kind of wish their spouses were more like us. Sure. We love that. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there we go. That was a that was a big call-in segment. That was. Yeah. We could almost do a, if we, a show. Just, if we get enough calls, we'll have a show that's just calls and our reactions. <laughs> yes. yeah, if we can get a, that many in one week. <laughs> well, John, what are you about some questions? Oh, I about all questions. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. On this show, we like to ask John questions. And if you want to ask him questions, you can go to our Discord server, link in the show notes, and then you can go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff sub channel. And you can ask him questions there, and we'll ask him on the show. Our first question comes from Raytheon How do you replace a Madagascar in Madagascar? Hmm. Well, I you think might you're going to get a Madagascar wrench. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you need a, a, a matter mechanic. There you go. <laughs> yes. But it's not going to help if you have an out-of-gas car. <laughs> it's not going to go. Uh, Nicole asks, why did you shave your awesome mustache? Okay. All right. Well, this is it was really not complex. Uh, my wife does not like me with a mustache. And... I like kissing my wife more than I like having a mustache. But I bring it back every once in a while just to let her know she doesn't completely run. Like, I'll go a month or two without kissing. It's fine with me, you know? Like, I can make it. And so it's coming back. I've already had that. I've already had that fall the other day. (laughs) I need to to get it back going. That's our Bobo ask. And he says, this could possibly be for both of you. If your significant other told you they were leaving you for James Spann, what would your response be? Ooh, uh, well, I'd tell her that's fine. I would like <laughs> I'm I'm a, I've been crushing on Pam Huff since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I mean, obviously, I would be crushed. But as far as what I would say to her, 
I would say you're not going to get a dime of child support if you're leaving me for James Fan because he's got plenty of money. I would probably be like, look, 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 I'm losing my hair anyways. I can throw on some suspenders. We can do a little role play in here. You know, that's fine. You can be Harmony Mendoza. I'll be James Spann. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got a heat wave coming. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> you better respect the poly. Are you not respecting the, respect the polygon? You naughty girl. <laughs> that's very inside stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, that's our Bobo. Also ask, what is the best type of edible chip? Mm. Oh, best type of edible chip. Um, I, You know, I would say... I'm a big barbecue guy. Oh, yeah. But just Doritos are great. Just the mm-hmm. regular standard Doritos. Doritos kind of getting, they're like Mountain Dew. Like yeah. They had a good thing, and now they're getting crazy with all this different stuff. You know? <laughs> right, right. Just standard Doritos pretty good, too. Nacho or Cool Ranch? Just Nacho. Okay. Cool. Like, cool Ranch is, it's been around for a while. Yeah. I feel like it's been around long enough. No, no, I agree. And it's not like super recent. Cool Ranch is good if you don't want to talk to anybody for like three days. That's a good because point. Because it will kick your breath <laughs> yes. up, buddy. I mean, it will, it will rip it. Yeah. Yeah, you're breathing flames after that. Speaking of rip it, I'm a big fan of the uh, ruffles. Okay. Was it rip into the rip into a bag? I was ruffles have ridges. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe there was I mean, there a potato chip called Ripplins one time. Rip into them Ripplins. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. What uh what's the uh one in the can? Pringles. Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah, Pringles are good too. Yeah. I like a Pringle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nicole asks, what's the best non-edible chip? <laughs> um, uh, a Dell microprocessor? Yeah. Or Intel inside? I would say that chip on my wife's shoulder. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. A buffalo chip. Yeah. And then finally, Jacqueline asks, what is your thought on second-generation athletes? Are they just getting by because of their name, or are they legit talented? Well, it depends on what level we're talking about. Mm-hmm. On the pro level, they're not getting by on their name. You know, right. like you have to perform on the mm-hmm. pro level. On the high but school, in high school, yeah, yes, there's a possibility they're out there because they're. If name. your dad was, yeah, uh, if your dad was an all state, you know, baseball player, yeah. then you're going to definitely make the team. Probably right. get some playing time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I guess that'll about do it for questions this week. All right. Uh, Thank everybody so much for participating. And I believe that about brings us to the close of this show. But one thing that we have to do before we end this show is we have to thank our patrons. All right. We thank each and every single one of our patrons. We would like to mention by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those wonderful people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. Brandon White, Mr. Warsaw. Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Thomas Williams, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and the ever-famous Mike Wilcox, That's a.k.a. Right. Mick Will. Mick Will. Thank you all so much for donating to the show. And I tell you what, if you're one of these folks who can't get enough of the show and you're a super fanboy... yeah. We have more content, and it's only five bucks. Come on, you can't get a happy meal for five bucks. Well, that's what I'd say. Like, if you want to make your husband happy, <laughs> yes. I mean, 
What better gift to give him than a Patreon yeah. subscription? Yeah. And we we know that you're going to listen to it, too. Sure. But we're fine with that. Yeah, we're okay with you doubling up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, now let's not get a whole room full of people in there. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> this is, we're on the honor system here. All right. Yes. Don't invite the whole neighborhood over or anything. But you absolutely can share your feed with the person you sleep with. That's, yeah. that's a fair rule. It's like a plus one. Well, I mean, <laughs> depending on how open your relationship is. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just, you know. <laughs> That's true. You got to yeah. be in a monogamous relationship. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. one partner, one partner. Maybe, maybe two. Okay. <laughs> it is twenty twenty one. You know, if you're not Baptist, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe two people. Like maybe you got that one on the side that you hadn't quite landed yet. That yeah. You're really, really, really trying to woo sure. her in there. What's more romantic than Earth Oddity? <laughs> <laughs> I play it in the background when Dieter and I make love all the time. Yeah. That is patreon.com slash earth oddity. Extend your oddity. Yeah. Talk about extended. <laughs> Speaking of the extension, what do we got coming up in the extended show today? This week? Uh, I have a uh, teacher turned only fans okay. person. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I have a footwear fetishist. That has landed in some hot water in Japan. Uh, this is definitely Earth Oddity after dark. <laughs> Earth Oddity after yeah. dark. Also, I have a funny story yeah, about, about one of John's kids. About, <laughs> one of my kids breaking and entering into <laughs> Tiny's home. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he won't make that mistake again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and I have to update the... Uh, weirdest place I've made okay. love because <laughs> I remembered another place today. Okay. Yeah. Th- this wasn't from the Father's Day trip. No, no. <laughs> okay. No, no, this is from way back. <laughs> you weren't sliding down a zip line somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that would have been interesting for sure. <laughs> Talk about some weird noises. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you got anything to add before we cut off this free show? No, just thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, cause if not, if you didn't listen, it would just be me and Tiny talking to each other, <laughs> yeah, you know. It would, and uh, I and probably, John would have probably lost interest yeah, a long time ago. I probably wouldn't even come over here, then Tiny wouldn't have moved to my neighborhood. Like, life <laughs> yeah. would have been vastly different if not for this podcast. So, <laughs> yes. thanks to all of y'all, yeah, yes, thank you so much. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet to us, sure. we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. We also post our show art because some apps show it, some apps don't. Sure. We have an Instagram handle. It is underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. Yeah, everybody should subscribe to the Instagram. If you got Instagram, just come subscribe to it. Yes. We're not going to annoy you. I'm not going to be DMing you or anything unless we you DM me. We actually need your help to bully all the bots. Yeah, they right. begging us. To yeah. promote our stuff on their Instagram. My own daughter called me a nerd on it, too, by the way, <laughs> yeah. this week. So that's fine. We took her out of the wheel. <laughs> we also have a Discord server. Oh, that's right. We do. Link in the show notes. And we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? That phone number is 662-493-2059. 
We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody, welcome to the Patrons Extension. We thank you so much for joining us. Am I going to tell my Ollie story first? Well, let me quickly update the weirdest place I've made love. In a...